Hey there, film clubbers. Be sure to follow us on Instagram and Tumblr at Fangirl Film Club. And for exclusive content, early access to episodes, and all kinds of other goodies, you can support us on Patreon. This week, we would love to thank our wonderful patrons, Farley, Agung, and Jeremy, of course, for all of your support in making this podcast happen. We appreciate you so much and hope you're enjoying the show. Recorded live in front of a feline audience. Coming to you from coast to coast, it's the Fangirl Film Club. The Fangirl Film Club is a podcast created by adults and featuring adult themes. Listener discretion is advised. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Fangirl Film Club, the movie podcast where we go deep down the resume of all your fangirl faves. And let me tell you, babes, we have seen some shit. Oh, this week especially. Mia, this is your pick. <laughs> so you get the you get to apologize to us this week. <laughs> I do. I do. I mean, I think it's more on the stars. I think it's more on the people who made this happen to apologize to you that it came out oh. like this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's fair. That's fair. I just I know personally I never would have watched it if you hadn't told me to for this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> I mean, you know Never. what? It was 2021. It was still, okay. you know, pandemic times. It was still, mm-hmm. you can't do everything that you want to do. Uh, and Netflix was in the throes of, what was it? The stupid fucking Vanessa Hudgens Christmas movies and the Christmas Prince movies. And mm-hmm. oh, yeah. There's all that. There's so much that Netflix has to answer for. Um, <laughs> yes. Least of all this film. The film that we're talking about is, of course, if you uh, haven't seen it, you're welcome. Uh, the 2021 <laughs> Christmas extravaganza known as A Castle for Christmas, directed mm-hmm. by Mary Lambert, written by Allie Carter and Kim Byer Johnson. I read their names like this because as a woman <laughs> and a writer, <laughs> I expected better from all of us. And <laughs> yes, <laughs> Really hoping there was a man attached to this, and there wasn't. <laughs> Sorely disappointed. So, um, so <clears throat> funnily enough, like when I read that the director was Mary Lambert, did you think mm-hmm. what I thought that this was the singer Mary Lambert at first? Yes, I did, and I was like, "Well, that explains mm-hmm. something." And then, <laughs> no, it doesn't. Well, it's not nearly gay enough, is the issue with it having True. been hers. If it were hers, it would have been much True. gayer. No. Do yes. you know what this Mary Lambert is famous for? No, I don't. <laughs> Tell me. So she is a director and writer. She, um, got mm-hmm. her own IMDb pulled up as well. She also okay. has done some direction, some writing. Um, most famous for Madonna's Like a Prayer video. Pet huh. Cemetery. And Halloween Town 2, Calabar's Revenge. What a bangerang career, really. I mean, I couldn't have predicted any of those would follow and have anything to do with this. <laughs> like, all of these things are not like the other. And it's strange that the mm-hmm. only thing that ties them together is Mary Lambert as a director. That's quite it's quite a career she's had. Mary, this was an inter- interesting choice to follow up from Halloween Town 2. Yeah. I don't know if she's done anything between. But Halloween Town 2 wasn't that bad. Honestly, well, no, and it's range. where what's her name? It's where um, Kimberly J. Brown, the mm-hmm. main Marnie, 
yeah, uh, she Marnie. and her husband met. Yeah, on that set. And so they, cute. Yes. Yeah, he's he's the young Cal, the young Cal of mm-hmm. our Calabar's Revenge. Yes. Uh, all right. Well, the stars <laughs> of this film uh, are Brooke Shields and Carrie Elwes. And I told mm-hmm. Mia before we started filming, I was when she told me it was like, oh, yeah, it's Brooke Shields and Carrie Elwes. It's called A Castle for Christmas. No part of me was prepared for it to have been made in 2021. <laughs> I was so ready to be like, this is going to be campy and stupid. And it came out in 1985. Yeah. And they were both mm-hmm. like super young and at the beginning of their career. Incorrect on all fronts, except that it's campy and stupid. <laughs> Very campy these, and stupid. These are, these are established, well-known long successful career actors who absolutely did not need to make this movie and yet no <laughs> here it yes. is here they are ah <laughs> <laughs> uh, but mia why don't you uh why don't you guess how the how the pitch for this film went to uh the netflix studios <laughs> yeah and i'm going to I've buried the lead already, so here it comes. Oh, good. All right, Emily. (laughs) Ready. New York's hottest club this holiday season is a castle for Christmas, and it has everything. The director of Pet Cemetery and also Halloween Town 2, Calabar's Revenge, Brooke Shields being absolutely unhinged, and the ultimate writer's fantasy of absconding to a remote village in the Highlands to fall in familial and romantic love with the locals and finish our piece de resistance. I would love to tell you how much money they gave, but Netflix keeps all their all their budgets a secret, so we don't know. But I bet it was a lot because they went to a real castle. They shot in Scotland, and they yeah. had to pay Brooke Shields shot and Carrie Elwes. On location, two actual big stars, yeah. Mm-hmm. So they gave and you Drew all the Barrymore. money for that pitch. Yeah, hmm? Drew Barrymore and Drew Barrymore, cameos. yes, for a for a for a couple cameos. Um, uh, well, do you want to hear what I think that money bought? <laughs> The in my note recap. of resignation in your voice, I'm so excited it's, to hear. It's also, f- friends at home, it's also been about a month and a half since we've recorded, so we don't remember how the format of this show works. And <laughs> it's a bit about that long since I watched this movie. <laughs> so <laughs> this recap is going yeah, to be, yeah. uh, it's going to be a fun surprise for both of us. So buckle up. Um, Much like Bruce Shields. I don't know how long this- unhinged, yep. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Don't don't worry. Um, okay. So <clears throat> let me get some water. Yes, ma'am. Hydrate before you dehydrate. <laughs> all right. And going to escape the Tama scandal of all time, an inexplicably wealthy author Sophie flees to Scotland to visit the castle where her grandfather used to be the groundskeeper. Because she has more money than she knows what to do with, she decides to buy the castle, but oh no, the current groundskeeper with whom she squabbled the day before is actually the owner of the castle, and he's a grumpy duke with a terrible Scottish accent, and his name is Miles. Uh, Miles says, well, Miles doesn't say this, but Miles clearly reads a lot of fanfic. So he says he'll sell her the castle after she stays with him in the castle for three months so she can learn how to take care of it. And she agrees to her and she agrees. And then she tells her little knitting club who are all fans who love her that when they actually, you know, they tell her that he's actually a human being and not 100 percent douche. So she's like, okay, fine, whatever. 
Um, naturally, they fall straight into enemies to lovers territory, decide to plan a Christmas Eve ball at the castle. Um, after exactly one stupid fight, Sophie decides to leave after paying off the mortgages of the entire town. What? Um, and then she goes on the way to the airport, but the driver decides to <laughs> meddle in her love life and take her back to the castle instead, which I would have been fucking pissed, by the way. Um, she and Miles then reunite. They have the ball. Sophie writes a new book that makes everybody love her again. The end. About a minute and 20 seconds, but yeah. yeah. Such fanfic. Yes. <laughs> you guys, it is. He's read such so fanfic. much enemies to lovers. <laughs> he has read, that is his favorite tag on AO3. <laughs> he is there all the time. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he, he had that, he had that plan ready to go. Who the hell? Like the whole premise, I mean, I know it's fantasy, it's Christmas, it's mm-hmm. hallmarky and stupid, but like, mm-hmm. Actually, you know what? I'll believe that before I believe that she has enough money as an author who is just an author, by the way. She's not a professor. Mm -hmm. She's not, you know, a librarian or any other, like, you know, agent or editor or anything. No, no, no. She's just an author. She has enough money to abscond (laughs) to Scotland, (laughs) buy a castle, and then on top of that, be like, oh, this entire village still owes mortgages. I'll just pay them off. And what? everyone knows her in this village. Everyone reads her books. Like she's some kind of fucking Colleen Hoover. But like and everyone knows. People protest a choice she makes in her books. Like I'm confused. This I know it was in 2021 and we had all collectively lost our minds for the last 24 months. Yeah. But like yeah. this the the world that this film takes place in, where everybody in the world not only reads the same book, but has the same opinion, mm-hmm. with the exception of this small village mm-hmm. in Scotland, but has the same opinion and, like, the author and cares enough, that's the thing. Reads the book, fine. Mm-hmm. All, already, mm-hmm. we're losing people. They all <laughs> form the same opinion. Never going to happen in human history. And no. then decide to care so vehemently about it <laughs> that they like threaten the writer <laughs> they take the time what? out of their days they protest her appearing not even like i don't even remember if it was to prom- was it to promote the book at the beginning maybe yeah yeah, yeah, it was like the book came out and everybody <laughs> lost their shit. And then like Drew Barrymore. Everyone read what? it within the first like two days of it coming out because if she's promoting yes. it, it has to be new. This is right. the new Snape right. Kill Dumbledore shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, that's that's kind of the level. I don't even think and I was like going to the bookstores to buy the books as they were coming Mm -hmm. out when Snape killed Dumbledore. Spoiler alert, by the way, if you haven't heard. Um, And I don't remember even this, like this level (laughs) of Mm -hmm. rage. Then I don't remember people reacting that much. And we can safely say that JK Rowling, though she is dead to us uh, Mm -hmm. and Harry Potter were a global phenomena. Everybody was mm-hmm. reading those books at the same time. That's the last time this happened. Yeah. And still, we did not we did not gather in the streets. You know, maybe <laughs> like we they should do for have been Sophie. To JK. Maybe like. we should. 
you know, we really did give her quite the big head. We let her do whatever she wanted for those seven books. And now here we are. Maybe we're to blame. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it's us. Maybe no. we're the problem. Um, uh, no, it's not. <laughs> actually, no. <laughs> we're not the problem at all. Definitively, it is not. <laughs> Definitively, I think, yeah, I think we can we can put our head put our foot down and say absolutely not but like the also i can't i've watched some drew barrymore not lately because she's a scab but Mm -hmm. uh look at all these people letting us down (laughs) yeah yeah um i mean so she's a scab but i letting us down in real important ways but like yeah carrie and uh brooke letting (laughs) us down in thematic ways thematic ways um mm-hmm, mm-hmm. no but i yeah i watched i've watched some drew barrymore and i i'm like how is she playing herself out of character i can't imagine yeah. her being on a show and being like 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 it's crossfire it's drew barrymore right. like she's gonna yeah. just like needle and be like wow you really disappointed everybody in the entire world with this book like right no <laughs> She She'll wouldn't rub say your that as you say that, I guess, on her show. <laughs> right. I don't know. She'll <laughs> hug you and eyes. rub your shoulders yeah. and, and tell you, you know, that you like hurt her feelings, but she still loves you. That's what Brooke, that's what Drew Barrymore would do. And then Brooke Shields <laughs> loses her like, goddamn mind. <laughs> loses her mind on television. <laughs> Screaming at the camera. <laughs> screaming at the camera and like pulling her hair out and stuff like mm-hmm. it, it was just the tamest when her agent was like you have to fix this i'm like i think mm-hmm. she needs to be committed like <laughs> you know what i think maybe they were trying to do does it now that i'm thinking about it it's like was mm-hmm. this her tom cruise moment was this <sighs> the oprah jumping on the couch see but like that was We've not forgiven tom cruise for that i guess that has not monumentally <laughs> fucked up his career at this point. Top we, Gun did we, very well. A, <laughs> he keeps making Mission Impossible movies. I mean, the thing is, I wouldn't consider the jumping on the couch Tom Cruise moment to be like what could have gotten him canceled. Because right. I feel like what they wanted was for her to be like canceled. But they couldn't right. give her anything legitimate to do. To have done that because it would have made her unlikable. Yeah. 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 So they picked the tamest possible way they could do this. Because I think what almost, well, and I didn't agree with this, but people wanted mm-hmm. to cancel Tom Cruise during COVID because when they were making Mission Impossible 67, uh, some people were walking around without masks and he yeah. lost his and he shit. Was screaming at him. Yeah. Yeah. And everybody was like, oh my God, it's never. It's never okay to treat your crew like that. Like, really? It's a global pandemic. Fucked. Insisting that his his cast and crew follow like health protocols on a film (laughs) that he personally is putting like five hundred million dollars into to make sure it gets made. I don't know. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's not what I'm canceling him for. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like two, you know, and it, and everyone's like, you know, and and he just acts like he's in, he's better than everybody else. I'm sorry. On that set, he is better than everybody else. He's the star. Yeah. He's he producing the whole Impossible. thing. He's he's the guy. You can't make Mission Impossible movies without Tom Cruise, and he knows that, yeah. and he wants to keep making them. So he keeps pouring his own money into them. Yeah. 
he makes Mr. the rules. Impossible. Also, it was like two. It was like, excuse me, Mr. Impossible. Um, it was like two <laughs> grips who were like just like not doing their job. Also, like hanging out by the by the craft yeah. services and like fucking off. Breathing and, on all the food. Yeah, somebody, okay, like, good, cool, good, good, good. That's just it. <laughs> <laughs> so I did not I would not join in with people when they were trying to cancel Tom Cruise for that. Um no. I thought the couch moment was disturbing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, I mean, I think he's just actually I remember what my mom said because we watched it together. She went, I think he's right. just too famous. I think that's what yeah. his problem is. He's just he's just been too famous for too long and he thinks this is acceptable behavior. And I was mm-hmm. like, cool. I agree with you on that, Mom. And I put it out of my mind. But this, yeah. her, like, <laughs> meltdown on Drew Barrymore in the safest of places. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, <laughs> the safest of spaces would be on Drew Barrymore's couch. Uh, yes. It was so unhinged. It was so unhinged. But yeah, I and think everyone is medicated now. So like at this point, I don't she know. Had, like... I, I think there were a lot of steps that could have been taken <laughs> to uh-huh. prevent us from getting there. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. And I just like I said, I think that they wanted her to have been the equivalent of canceled so that she would have a reason to yeah. want to flee the country. Yeah. But they couldn't give her like she couldn't be a racist. She couldn't, you know, be a bigot. Yeah. She couldn't yeah. say something horrible or, you know. We do you have know, to have, like her, yeah. We have to like her. Um, although, you know, what they could have done is what everybody does when they want to cancel somebody who's likable is mm-hmm. dig through the digital archives of their yes. life, find something out of yeah. context from 15 years ago. Yeah. Or find someone life about that, that she's connected to who mm-hmm. said something once that, like, right. now you have to yes. atone for their sins. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yes, because, you know, your college roommate's boyfriend once made a joke about gay people, put it on online, and now you, the celebrity, have to atone for that. Um, they could have done what that, but they didn't. What are you making they right made now? It... What, 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 what is that referring to? I'm... Nothing. Don't worry about it. Okay. Um... Okay. <laughs> are you canceled, Emily? Ooh. Uh, I'm not famous enough to be canceled, but somebody did attempt to, to cancel me. For my oh fun room ex ex roommate's ex boyfriend who I was friends with at the time, um yeah, they dug real hard. They also said, "Well, then then when I was like, that's insane. Could you please stop going through my Facebook, please?" And then mm-hmm. uh, they they switched they switched gears and decided to try to ah. cancel me for being a Dr. Seuss fan. Ah yes. Yes. Because okay. the summer of 2020 was a was a sane time. <laughs> yes, a time for us all to be normal and act normally. A time for all of us to be normally. normal. Okay, now I'm starting to remember. This is starting to. I remember the Dr. Seuss thing. Yeah, that was the that was the yeah. that was the second swing. Um, mm-hmm. The first one they struck out on. Anyway, um, but they could, they didn't do that. They made her likable to the point that. Everybody just read her. The entire planet instead acted out of character, read her book, <laughs> and decided to take to the streets and burn it down <laughs> after yep. she killed their favorite character. Their Borbo. God. Um, but why 
was the small village of is it Dunbar? Dunbar, the, the yeah. small village yeah. uh, all decided that they liked the ending. <laughs> yep. like, she got there and they're like, oh, actually, we're your safe haven. We're the only people in the world who liked your book. <laughs> so convenient. We're the you only all live people here. in the world who will be kind to you. Yeah. Kind. Immediately kind. Yeah. It was, it was, mm -hmm. it's, this is such fantasy. This is, this is, this is such this is such white girl fantasy. It's just so crazy. It's like, Truly. oh, I moved to this. I moved to this place where everybody's a fan of mine, and they want me in their little knitting club, and you know, they just adopt me like one of their own. God, the writing fantasy of like, okay, if everybody else feels ambivalent about this, I will move to the one town in the entire planet where everybody just worships me. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. It's it's <laughs> it's rare to see a film version of a Mary Sue, but that is what Brooke Shields yeah. is. She is Ooh. she Ooh, is such a Mary fired. Sue. I love it. I yes. know, I know, and I don't like to say that. I don't like to say that about fictional <laughs> about. Actually, no, I take it back. I don't like to say that about original characters in fan fiction because I think it's bullshit. I will yeah. gladly say it <laughs> about Sophie <laughs> from a castle Someone for Christmas. Someone who's making money. <laughs> yeah. Things where actual making... money is capable of being made. Money hand over fist <laughs> for this. Uh, yeah, I will I will happily say it. Brooke Shields is a Mary Sue. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, Sophie Magoo. All right. Is that her name? No. No, it's the one part where, like, <laughs> so because she has all this family history of, like, her family were the poor ones coming to this castle. To oh, yes, of course. <laughs> her father, grandfather, whoever was carving his name into the door, but then he got caught and it, he, he was trying to carve McGinty, but then he carved uh -huh. Magoo. Magoo. <laughs> and Carol yeah. was just like, Sophie Magoo? <laughs> That's your family name? Magoo? Uh, he was... Well, okay. Also, why did they... Because they, they got along at first. Because he was just like under... He was like Prince Ali-ing. Like, he was like just like acting mm -hmm. as the groundskeeper, even though he's the lord of guy. the manor. Just a yeah. dude in a plaid coat. Like, they were fine at first. And then mm -hmm. I, big shock, I was having difficulty paying attention. Um, and <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I looked at my phone for a minute and then all of a sudden he was like manhandling her by the arm and like telling her to get out of the castle. Like, what oh, did yeah, I miss? He was giving, because yes, he was giving her a tour and then mm -hmm. he was like, something called away his attention. He was like, please stay here. You know, I... I'll show you the rest of the castle. Just like, don't go anywhere. And then immediately, mm -hmm. the, like before he's even out of frame entirely, <laughs> she just steps past the rope and is like, I'm going to go look at the rest of the castle that is clearly not up to code. Clearly unsafe. Okay. <laughs> OSHA violations. Lots of personal All shows. over the place. OSHA violations <clears throat> galore. Yeah. And she decides to go up there into the unsafe mm, okay. areas. And then he's like, you don't follow the rules. Oh, 
Okay. You think so you're the East big Wing situation. fucking author who can do whatever West you Wing. want? Yeah. West, West Wing. Yeah. What that, are you Beauty doing Beast, in my that... swamp? Yeah. That was Shrek. But yes, you're referencing Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, it's forbidden. And she's like, not for me. Um, yeah. All right. That's fair. Okay. Because I, yeah, I missed her blatantly disobeying his single rule. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Don't go um, into the construction site. Ooh, the construction site. Oh, this construction site? The one I'm actively standing in? Hmm, weird. I guess it'll just, I guess things will just work out for me. Um, <laughs> okay, so yeah, so then that, that sets up the, that sets up the enemies to lovers. Antagonism, yep. Uh-huh. Um, yes, because how dare. And then... Okay, so so then yeah, so then they're he's selling the place, and how mm-hmm. I don't remember how she finds out that he's selling the place, but like, what a dick move on her part. Yeah, <laughs> she's like, yeah, this guy was a piece of shit to me. Oh, you know what? I'll just like humiliate him by buying his family home, <laughs> out from well, under I him. She's yeah, I think she's trying to take it as some kind of like reclamation because you know my family mm-hmm. was poor and we worked here. 25 years ago but like i am now rich this is a class story emily this is the the true proletariat rising up and stealing the ground out from under the bourgeoisie the lords the nobles yes brooke shields is a class warrior um (laughs) absolutely the message she has so much fucking money they wanted us to uh that's that's the message they wanted us to take from this uh nouveau a riche communist better for than Christmas. no riche at all <laughs> now that is a, that is a christmas story i would love to watch <laughs> oh a communist oh, for christmas mm, yes. delightful uh, do you remember um, any of your worst best lines for this one? Some just one. No, I mean, the thing, the whole one. thing was so, the whole thing was so very, camp. Very bad. Yes. So camp. It hurt very my silly. teeth. It was just. Oh. It was just like, <laughs> oh god. No one in the history of the world has ever acted or said anything like this. But I did pick out one back and forth, which was uh, Ooh, when okay. Brooke Shield says. I thought dukes were supposed to be charming. And Carrie Elwes says, that would be English dukes. <laughs> In his I'm fine with that. Horrible. Yep. Horrible yep. Scottish accent. Which is why I didn't even try. Um yep. this do you have any? Because I have a, I have a I have an Oscar to give out before. Uh I have I have two leads. best worst lines. One because it's practical, okay. which is <laughs> I'll do my Scottish accent, but it's just Shrek. Okay. It's just what it is. (laughs) Not a real Scottish person. It's Michael Myers. Mike Myers. Fuck. Halloween is on the mind. Sorry. It's it's October when we're recording this. It's okay. (laughs) There's a reason they set horror movies in castles is the practical one and then my other favorite just because i'm a fucking child is have you meat in your pocket (laughs) which is just 
the strangest way to ask someone why their dog likes why your dog likes them so much. Have you meat in your pocket? Have you meat in your pocket? Um, well, on that note, I have to award my first Oscar of the evening, and this is actually I didn't I didn't I didn't award that I didn't come up with this award. Oh, um, the, okay. the the people of Scotland collectively got <laughs> together for the people of Scotland. and awarded and awarded Carrie Elwes worst Scottish accent. Uh, yes. They were. All, if you go on Scottish anything and try to look up what how they think about Carrie Elwes' Scottish accent in A Castle for Christmas, it, it is enough to start another war. <laughs> they were not happy. They were not a happy group. Um, yeah. And they, they took they took great pleasure in ripping him to shreds for it. So Understandable. Totally understandable. Yeah. Um, so he that also is my gets... First. My one of my made up Oscars, which is the worst simulation of shooting a shotgun in film, he's just like <laughs> waving his gun around, like, okay, pew. I no actually recoil. Do remember thinking, thinking, like, somebody's gonna get hurt because that man has yep. never handled a shotgun in his life. <laughs> no recoil, no headphones, like, nothing. You have this precious just... author sneaking up on you, and she's. <laughs> got no ear no ear protection no ear protection also like the house itself the castle behind you is a good stiff breeze away from from collapsing in upon itself (laughs) maybe really loud noises close by 10 feet away not the greatest idea (laughs) 10 feet away yeah there's no like there's like and it's it's a place where tourists go like the (laughs) The parking yeah. lot was right there. <laughs> yeah, so I set up my shooting practice right in front of the parking lot. <laughs> Excuse me, sir, you're standing in front of my target. Do you mind? <laughs> I know I know you and your family from Iowa are trying to take photos, but I need to shoot things. So get the fuck out of my way. Oh, oh Lord. <laughs> you're next to made up. Um, we haven't talked to. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. No, yours. I don't know. Okay. Uh, I was going to say, we haven't talked about, I mean, your best worst line, have you made in your pocket, um, uh-huh. will lead me into my favorite character, which is I awarded him best canine matchmaker, Hamish. Yes. A Hamish. Great name, too. That's a great great name for a great dog. He was yeah, so he's cute. He's a good boy. Yeah. He's a good boy. Stealing the shoes. Mm-hmm. Running around. Yeah. Hamish. Oh, yes. Hamish was by far the most likable character. (laughs) Yep. Of the group. That's fair. Of the whole cast. Yep. All right. What's yours? Uh, My last made up Oscar is most unbelievable Mm -hmm. character trait goes to Sophie Brown's magic hairdressing abilities. (laughs) Like, I just so happen (laughs) to have a barber in my neighborhood that I grew up with. Um, Mary fucking Sue. It's possible <laughs> that I wasn't. Do? It's possible that I wasn't paying enough attention. But the one black character whose hair <laughs> no. she does, Maisie, where Maisie, yeah. I think from the beginning has braids. I think all she does mm-hmm. to Maisie's braids is put them in a ponytail. <laughs> I, I think so. Everyone's I, supposed to yeah, have these like makeovers, and everybody's supposed to be going Which... through like. Oh, she got the green in her hair. Oh, she got put into a ponytail. 
But also, like, let's talk about the fine line they were probably walking with that. Because what are we going to think? That Sophie slash Brooke Shields Uh is not only well known for her authoring abilities and her vast array of money, not only can Mm -hmm. she do white people hair, (laughs) but she also has the skill and knowledge to do natural black hair as well. So I feel like they were they knew they were on thin ice it's <laughs> like what was she gonna do yeah what was she gonna know how to was she gonna rebraid it was she gonna like what would what would yeah. have worked i don't know yeah. but she, all she did was pull it up yeah. in a ponytail which knowing her limits is one thing like, being like oh yes look at my makeover <laughs> look at everyone's <laughs> makeovers that she did <laughs> but she dyed this one bitch's just hair green at the ends did we scene? <laughs> they could have avoided this conflict altogether. This whole like walking on eggshells moment and not knowing what to do by just not having a makeover do montage. Something else for the whole to town. bring the town together. I don't know. Something else. You all knit. <clears throat> like, what if she knits you, you all little knit. cozies of yourselves? I don't know. Make something be original. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Give her another stupid talent. Like, she's a painter, and she made yeah. portraits of everybody. Like, something. Right, right. Anyway, yeah. that that was actually the moment where I was like, I, you know what? I could pause this to get up and get a cup of coffee, but I'm not going to. I'm just, no, I'm, I'm just going to. It'll it'll keep this playing. This is not Earth, Scotland. <laughs> this is, yeah, if you walk away, you're walking away. I was like, that's all right. Um, I'm willing to live with that. Um, but the my last... My last Oscar of the night uh, goes mm-hmm. to uh, for the film most closely resembling the terrible fan fiction I wrote when I was 13. Ah, uh, <laughs> this <perfect>. film, because <laughs> not only is she a Mary Sue, mm-hmm. not only is it fanfic, but it is seventh grade fanfic. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> not good. I'm so sorry, Allie Carter and Kim Byer Johnson, but what the hell? every trope oh. yep <laughs> and then they had one fight they had one fight after it's always one like, fight yep and it wasn't even that big of a deal she was like hey i just don't want you to move out in three months or two months or whenever yeah. and he got really mad about that <laughs> yeah and she You're decided me to, to be a tenant in my own home in my own swamp. <laughs> like it was, it was such a. I mean, I get like they were like wanted to make him like too proud to accept that like his mm-hmm. life was changing and whatever. But like the whole thing, like when she like walked out, I was like, like she's going to cool down, right? <laughs> Yeah. She's go oh no, she's packing everything. She's not buying the castle yeah. anymore. She's leaving. Okay. All right. Oh, she's an experienced author in her what, like in her late fifties, and this is how mm-hmm. she deals with fights. No wonder she's divorced. <laughs> no wonder she can't hold down a man. <laughs> no wonder her husband found the newer model. <laughs> what's her name? They keep calling her what's her name? And the dog. I know shows they up. couldn't even give her a name. <laughs> couldn't even give her a name you know we've run out of the six <laughs> names that we gave to all the townspeople yes so. 
<laughs> it would be one thing if she's like, you know, dad's marrying what's her name on Christmas. And Sophie was like, you know, her name's Catherine or something like that. Yeah. But they didn't even do Patricia that. or some shit. Yeah. yeah. What's her name? <laughs> Old what's her name? <laughs> Dad didn't have a name either, which is fine. Um, yeah. he's See, that's unimportant. the opportunity in your seventh grade fan fiction to name what's her name after the girl you don't like who stole your boyfriend yes. last week. Because that's what's Jackie. Happened. That's what happens. Hi. Uh huh. Obviously, uh-huh. what's her name would have been Jackie <laughs> in my world. Perfect. Fucking Jackie. <laughs> who spelled her name Jacqueline? <laughs> Fuck you. You're 12. <laughs> you, your parents did not name you that. They named you Jacqueline. Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> obviously i st- <laughs> i got over that no big deal <laughs> i mean you at least have had the growth and the maturity not to put hella jackies in your fanfic i was gonna say have Unlike. you ever seen the name jackie in anything that i've written and i could have <laughs> i could have torn her to shreds time and time again and i chose not to <laughs> growth <laughs> I think I remember Heather's and Stephanie's also from our Mm -hmm. most recent episode that came out. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Yep. Yep. Heather's and Stephanie's are are not to... Thin fucking ice. (laughs) Thin thin fucking ice. Um, Yeah. There's those three. It's pretty much... Those are the heavy three, the big three. Um, Okay. But yeah. Do you have have names of people that you could tread? Just first names. Um, I... Yeah, um, Casey's, as you know, not yeah. a fan. Um, generally mm-hmm. speaking, uh, I've done I've done some Michaels. I've I've used Michaels okay. in some fanfics before because I'm like, yeah, why not? That's why not toss a little spice. Why in not? Yeah, yeah, no, and I'm with you on that because I could also shred some Michaels. Yeah, yeah, Joey's that sounds... Joey's deserve it too. Yeah, do you think? I, can shred I can't some do Michaels that now. On my weekend. doesn't that sound like we're talking about skateboarding or something like something way cooler than writing fan fiction totally shred some michaels man let's figure out what the fuck that could mean because that's look i have a lot of rage is the thing there are no limits to who and what i could shred that's right that's fair the limit does not exist. Uh, <laughs> um, oh, I have... Okay, so we can't talk about money because Netflix yeah. is evil and money they don't share that with exist, anybody. Yeah. Yeah. Money doesn't exist. They might have to start telling the writers <laughs> about it, but they'll probably weasel out right. of it. Um, yeah. But they don't have to tell IMDb is what I'm saying. Um, yes. So yeah, you had reviews this week i hope because i, I had trivia. reviews this week yeah i had critics okay. i got some critics <laughs> i can't wait to hear um but i have just two uh okay. number one is that dun dunbar is a fictional castle but there is a real dunbar castle in scotland Ooh. but you know how half of dun dunbar is condemned in the film all of dun dunbar castle in real life is condemned and they were like it is not safe to shoot here we can't use this. So, um, the other thing is inside and get some inspiration though, because we do need some horribly defunct areas for someone to sleep in. Could we just send Brooke Shields galumphing in (laughs) completely unchaperoned and unsupervised just doing whatever the hell she wants. 
No? Okay. Aw. Maybe. Maybe that was inspiration for the for the film. Maybe somebody yelled it to Allie or Kim and uh, mm-hmm. kicked them out of Ooh. the Dunbar yeah. Castle. Ooh. That's what let's, Yeah, let's start that rumor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and then, so the other thing when I have is to prepare for the role... Brooke Shields actually bought a castle in Scotland and lived there and learned how to care for it. Which tells me everything I need to know about Brooke Shields. I hate my life. (laughs) I hate being poor. (laughs) (sighs) No, we don't hate people just for being rich on this show. And you know what? That's some shit that she can write off for her taxes, I bet. It's like, oh, yeah, it was a work thing. I just bought this, you know. It was work work. research. For work. I bought a house. I bought a castle for work. Yeah. Yep. (sighs) Fuck. You know, I'm like, ooh, can I afford to buy my $12 moisturizer from Target this week? Maybe I should wait. Yeah. Yeah. Do I really need a coffee? Do I really? Yeah. Should I eat yeah. today? Like, I don't know. Ooh, this this dollar nineteen Snickers bar could push me over the edge. I don't need it. You're right. No, I don't need it. I'll put it back. So. Oh, as, as someone who's talked herself out of buying <laughs> commies for Christmas, absolutely. Um I say, as someone who's talked herself out of buying aspirin at the store, because by the time I get home, my head probably won't hurt anymore. And I won't need this. That's that's where I'm at oh. financially. Ugh. Did we mention we have a Patreon, you guys? We've been neglecting you <laughs> a little bit on Patreon, but uh... you can totally support us on Patreon. In fact, we would really like it if you did. I know it's the holiday so... season, and you know you are encouraged in our commercialist society to buy extravagant shit for everybody that you know and love but you know and love us maybe hopefully you do you do know and love us and (laughs) you at least like us enough to turn us on every other week um all 14 of you (laughs) so you know um um uh what was i gonna say sorry i got those were the two trivias. Distracted. Sorry. Yeah, those were the two trivias. None of them. Okay. None of, I got distracted by my own poverty. Um, yeah, none of them made me made me like this movie more. It wasn't like, oh, well, she bought a castle. Yeah. So obviously, like, I love this movie uh. now, knowing that. <laughs> yes, support our Patreon. Help us fund our glorious communist revolution. <laughs> Help us remake this movie. Help us buy a castle for tax purposes. <laughs> yes, if we be kind, rewind this. We will use the money you give us to buy a castle in Scotland. <laughs> oh, Lord. I will be performing the role of Miles, but you will not know if I am actually Miles or if I am Shrek because I will be dressed in Shrek's outfit and his green skin, so... <laughs> With your little ears, your little horn yeah, ears, little... obviously. Yeah. Yep. Yes, um, that's how we would be kind of. We'll just make Shrek. That's what we'll do. <laughs> Shrek we, is that's actually what we'll do. Let's just... 
it's a land it's not it's bullshit a land, it's a land holding <laughs> conflict is the whole conflict of that movie is i want these people off it my is. land who you have unjustly mm-hmm. evicted like that is yes that's the plot yes, of shrek it is. love just happens along that's the way the, that's the plot of shrek and if you if you do be kind if you do support us at the ten thousand dollar level we won't remake this movie we'll just make shrek <laughs> So, and Shrek is far superior. Shrek is timeless. Shrek is a sophisticated film. Um, and that's what we'll do. So you you heard it here first. Um, do you want to tell me, tell me what the critics thought about A Castle for Christmas? What do you think the critics thought about A Castle for Christmas? How do you think I this can't, scored? I um, can't. Uh, okay. Scores, tomatoes, critics only. Uh, critics only. Uh, yeah. Uh, 37. <laughs> You're going to be mad. Oh, is it low? Do people like this? Are we alone? <laughs> We're alone. No. No. Why did they like it? What were they watching? <laughs> this one is 74% on Rotten Tomatoes. No! <laughs> what in the world? 74%? Oh 74%. my god. Jesus! Jesus! For reference, that's only 14% less than the 2001 classic Shrek. <laughs> well, thank god it wasn't more. I would just flip the desk right now. Cancel yes. a podcast. <laughs> We're done. This is our last what do we episode. Even do this for anymore. <laughs> <sighs> oh lord. So I think they were kind of grading it on what truly on what it is because they know what it is. They know what a Netflix Christmas special is going to look like. Yes, so Anne Brody, from what she said tells us this is another comfy cozy non-challenging holiday film that is chock-a-block with great things to look at the handsome leads the idyllic rural rural village and its colorful citizens loads of christmas decor and a sweeping winter landscape which in fairness this is a very pretty movie it's very pretty and i Mm -hmm. will give it that i i did see something somebody else said which was uh it was nice to see a love story that wasn't about people in their 20s, which I agree. Yes. Completely. Yeah. That was nice. A, they get us that they don't get a sex scene, but you know that they have sex because. Yeah. 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 Tis the season. A naked the huddle for warmth. That con- yeah. Condemned fucking castle. <laughs> Drafty castle. Drafty castle. With it. Two parts rust to one part water. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, okay, so who else did anybody else have reviews that you wanted to share? My other Can highlight is with? just from <laughs> is just from Estelle Tang from BuzzFeed News, who says that Brooke mm-hmm. Shields and her eyebrows remain as perfect as ever, and Carrie Elwes gamely lends charm to these ridiculous hijinks. <laughs> Again, not wrong. Yeah. Her eyebrows were fantastic, as always. <laughs> as always. <laughs> as always. They have yeah. carried her through so many dark times, and they will continue. Yes. Um, 
Okay. Yeah. I think, I, but 74. It is... Jesus Christ. Oh, <laughs> hurts. It is likely to me that everybody who made this movie had a good time. I think I'm that's... sure they did. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure they did. I'm sure it felt like just playing dress up and just being silly yeah. for what? 11 days? How long could it have taken to film this film? I mean, <laughs> how long could it possibly have taken? <laughs> how, well, how much of a time commitment could we possibly be talking about here? It was probably a nice little two-week vacation. 12 hours, yeah. yeah. 12 hours in the writer's room. And that's about all they needed. <laughs> it took me two hours to write it. I figured it'd take me two, two hours to read it. Um, to quote... To quote Fry from Futurama. Um, yeah, I... Mm. <laughs> Oof. It was nice to not have picked the worst movie ever, though, this time. <laughs> I'm glad it was your choice. That's what I'll say about A Castle for Christmas. I'm glad it wasn't my movies, <laughs> But I pick fun ones. This one, I mean, I would be happy to mute this movie, put Christmas music on, and then decorate the house. And that's... Well, I get ready for actual good Christmas movies. Right. Like Shrek, right. obviously. Like, didn't they do a Shrek Christmas? I stopped watching after the second I'm sure one, they but... did, but I think it sucked. I'm sure it sucked. <laughs> it was a joyless cash grab, but yeah. still, maybe better than this. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Probably. Who knows? Um, mm. Yeah, I mean, I don't think the Family Stone was anything earth shattering to write home about either but <laughs> you know of the two I'm glad, I'm glad that was my pick and this was yours oh yeah I did want to let you know also that we watched Poltergeist mm. last night because Donnie hasn't seen oh, it since his childhood because my... it freaked him the fuck out and uh huh yeah with my, uh, with my with my daddy issues crushed, Craig T. Nelson, before, after, before, after. <laughs> Rolling joints on the bed. Yep. Just like and the, then when it spills, he's like, I guess we just live in this he now. Just, he just never cleaned it <laughs> up. That's it. my favorite part of that movie. He stands in it. I know. He stands in the weed in his bed. It's he great. Stands in the weed, jumps off, it goes everywhere. I'm. <laughs> then goes he's truly the ideal the man. Yeah. In that, in that scene what yeah who could look at that what woman especially a woman in their 30s with questionable issues with her father <laughs> could not watch that film and be like yep that's that's the dream that's the guy <laughs> right there craig t nelson mm, love it <laughs> <sighs> all right is it really the fangirl film club if we're not sighing with exasperation at our own hijinks? <laughs> I know. But um, <sighs> next week, next time, uh, yes, I have, speaking of hijinks, um, I have picked a new film because we will be in the new year by then. So I thought we should start with a bang. Yes. Um, and so I think we should watch... Oh, <laughs> Fantastic Four. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> that face. Okay. Oh, so mad. 
Okay. Listen. <laughs> Maybe if Carrie Elvis had done a better Scottish accent, I wouldn't have punished you with Fantastic Four. But you know what? We're going to watch it for Chris Evans and God. his child bride. You and my father have his the same taste. Same early 2000s, I, mid-2000s taste. I am watching this movie for Michael Chiklis and Michael Chiklis only. I, I love that about me so much that I have such <laughs> similar taste in film as your such similar bad taste in film as your father. I feel like we would have gotten along so well. So okay, well. This is like the most hilarious irony and the saddest <laughs> saddest hilarious irony is how much my father loved Marky Mark was a few days after he died we received in the mail not from Amazon mind you this was 2017 but still this mm-hmm. was not ordered on Amazon he found on fucking eBay a copy of Deepwater Horizon that arrived like right before his funeral <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> that movie has remained in its packaging since it ar- arrived at our home six years ago. Never, never watch it. Just, no, I know, I know. I don't need to tell you that, but just you know who just people did watch that movie for. You know who people fangirl film club that movie for was fucking the dude from Teen Wolf because he's in that. How do I know that? Because my father took me to the movies to go watch that multiple goddamn times. Oh my god. Me as dad, your legacy lives on. I hope you're listening. I hope you know how much I wish I could have met you and watched shitty movies multiple times with you. I would have watched The Judge with your dad every day. A weekend of Walking Tall, back to back. Walking Tall, The Judge, Fantastic Four, Deepwater Horizon. (laughs) Just nonstop. Cycle them through. No, The Judge is a good movie, though. The Judge is a good movie. From what I remember. It will not not be on this this podcast because it is a good movie. Just Um, slamming Robert Duvall like that. No. I know. I didn't mean to. I would never. <laughs> I would never. RDJ. Slander him. Eh. All the live long day. That's he's, fine. He's done some stuff. But uh, but yeah, no. <clears throat> Robert Duvall. Joseph Pulitzer. Always. <laughs> always bringing. Always bringing the A game. Joe. Um, so yeah, so we're going to watch. We're going to. We're going to watch Fantastic Four. I guess so. <laughs> Yep, we are. We're doing it. That's how Yay. we're going to kick off 2020. You know why? Because it's 2024. Oh. <laughs> See? Yeah, there it is. There it is. That's It all came full circle. I was like, I have to have a reason for this, not just because me and I are fighting. Um, <laughs> no. I can hear our transition gonna... music out. Transitioning mm-hmm. out. <laughs> 2024 starts with fantastic four so fangirl film club look forward to that um we should probably wish them like happy holidays happy honda days merry chrysler merry chrysler happy how honda could you days. say that when you know i celebrate toyotathon <clears throat> Ugh, listen i i'm you're right i'm sorry <laughs> listening and learning right now that's what i'm doing don't cancel me 
Ugh. All right. Happy well, holidays, all. Stay safe. Stay, stay warm. Stay safe. Yeah, any any closing thoughts before we before we officially right. close out? <laughs> I love you. I've had it with you. Have you meat in your pocket? <laughs> Bye. <laughs> <laughs>